tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show. So we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Man, you corny! It's sweater weather, and uh, to me that means something different than just the chilliness of outside. But it literally means sweaters are coming out of my closet to be worn as I'm doing stuff around the house, which then turns into jacket weather, which turns into a way to make some money. What do you uh, mean? A made of way so to make some money. It, it starts out with sweater weather and... I always pull out sweaters that I only wear around this time of year, like late November, early December. And that's when I'm putting up Christmas lights and doing house stuff. So in the pockets of these sweaters, I find uh, like little crumples of wires, plastics, tools, crumbs, because I'm always out there eating while I'm doing it. So I find all this like different stuff. Some Like I had a a little meter that tests if uh, there's a current running through something, if there's electricity. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been looking for that for like a long time. Found that in a sweater pocket because I was using it while hanging Christmas lights. But sweater weather is not as exciting as jacket season because that's when you go to Christmas parties, end of the year things, get togethers, and you wear the nicer jackets or the bigger winter coats. And every time you go to a company Christmas party or something, you got to have cash to like tip. So you're finding out. money in your pockets. I'm finding, I'm finding 20s and 5s oh, and 1s, and I'm finding Man. lots of cash. But I'm not going to look yet. I'm going to wait till I organically have to put a jacket on. And I've started doing a thing where I purposely will leave the money so I forget about and it. And find it next year. And find it next year. Except but, for you haven't forgotten about but it. then I've been le- I, I did until today. But then I leave the money again. To have it add up year over year, you know, y'all know how I like hiding money around places. Yeah. No, I've, I've sometimes never done to that. my own chagrin, but uh, well, I lose yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I know but, some of your spaces too. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. I took it. I don't have. I took all the money away from work, so you don't have any here. Where did I hide oh, it here at work? <laughs> right we, behind you. Yeah, but what you? was it hidden in? <laughs> Uh, it was in like a canister. It was in my pogs. But if you opened it and looked, you would just see my slammers and a few pogs. But then I layered it between the pogs. Yeah. So you would have to you would have to know to dump out all my pogs to find my rolled up cash. Yeah. But I had to I had to take that money. Um, I mean, away. How, come, how come you haven't dumped them out straight into the trash yet? My pogs. Yeah. Because those those are worth more than the dollar bills inside. Are they? Yeah, pogs are going to come back, man. Are they? Yeah. Are they? Just I don't know catch about me that. on the corner with my slammer. You know what? They they might might not. It is also weird that I have pogs. Like how 101X alternative radio am I getting? Is this is this 1995? Just, pogs, dude. Yeah, listening to some REM and Offspring and playing <laughs> pogs with my friends. We're going to go hop oh, on our skateboards. Game? It's a game. Yes, Emily. See, it was you never, it you it never was. even knew what Pogs was? No, I was just going along with it so that you could then go to commercial I'm or something. I'm very excited and... to teach you. Here we go. Share your music with us. Show us your favorite podcasts. Today is the annual holiday of Spotify Wrapped, uh, where if you're a Spotify Shh, user, oh, it's okay. I'm not, I'm not going to pretend people don't listen to multiple forms of media. That's okay. Plus, we're on, hey, we're on Spotify. Yeah, the CJ Morgan Show is on Spotify, uh, and that's where we are 29 people's number one podcast. Yeah. I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know if those are really low numbers. They probably are. 
I don't know if I should feel sorry and sad for 29 people that have chosen to make us their number one. Either way, if uh, we do come up in your Spotify wrapped when it shows your favorite podcast, hey, tag us in that. Even if we're not number one, even if we're like number 69, I don't care. Yeah. Tag us. At the Sue Morgan Show. We'll share and like you and kiss you. Uh, mm. But it is the day where the Spotify wrapped comes uh, out and people share it. And usually I make fun of internet trends that everyone does because I'm a bitter, mean idiot. Yes. But I actually like this. I really I enjoy... I like seeing it. other people's top five because there's there's a little bit of like uh, not shame in it, but what's it called? Like you know, it's you got the guilty pleasures, sure. you got embarrassment, yeah, you I'm got embarrassed. Guys, you've got sad songs you listen to. I have to admit, this is my first year doing a Spotify Wrapped. I had never had Spotify really before, and then I was like, you know what? I miss music. I used to have an iPod until it got stolen. Might as well hop back in. Uh, Apple does it too, and they did it a week before, which is is why. Oh, yes. So that's why I'm thinking. Honestly, this is too early for me. Yeah, me too. I still need a bunch in December because I absolutely love Spotify Wrapped. I use it to keep track of my songs for my top 50 list I do at the end of the year. That I've been doing now for 21 years. Well, I've been doing it, top 50 I songs. I think it's probably clever to come out before December when everyone gets into the Christmas music that might sure. skew the rest of their Spotify. Put it on right? their Spotify. Yeah, out we, them. We don't want that to happen. We, we don't want to get stuck with this. But, out them. Uh, it's <laughs> out. So share it with us. Share it with your podcast. And I, uh, unfortunately... Did not have any, usually my top five songs will always have a new song or a new artist. None of them knew. None of my top artists knew. Mine are, mine is, even though hip hop uh, and other like forms of world music were in my top five genres. Just call world my, music. My, well, world music, like, like, uh, Pachanga specifically. <laughs> Reggaeton. Pan flute. Don't you um, dare. But my, don't get me started on that, uh, new Andre 5000 flute oh, man. album. What a weird album. It's good. I, uh, it's fun. But my top five <laughs> artists are very white middle-aged man. I, I mean, they're like just hipster white guy aging douche. They probably all are wearing a hat in their Spotify photo. Maybe. Uh, number five's broken social scene. Uh, number four is health, kind of industrial electronic. Number three is Depeche Mode, yeah. which I entirely attribute not just to 101X playing more Depeche Mode, but to Last of Us. Last of Us did bring 100%, it back. 100%. Last of Us song, bringing yeah. it back. Uh, number two, surprise, surprise, The National, one of my favorite yeah. bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, and number, number one, one, CJ Morgan Show podcast. Yeah, absolutely. There we go. Yay. Woo, you did it. You're uh, our biggest fan, dude. So the other fascinating thing for me is to see how much I listen to um, just because yeah, yeah, think yeah. most are like 25 to 38,000 uh, hour minutes, hours of listening Minutes. Time. Uh, is it minutes? Minutes. Uh, mine is 60, over almost 70,000. 69,412 minutes well, listened to. you're always playing Dude, music was... all the time. You'll you'll even put on music and then put it on your phone and put it in your back pocket and walk around. Yeah. You're that guy. I'm always Dude. listening to music. And what's what's insane about this is that is 69... I was going to say. 69,000 hours hit. You were so close to 69,420. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. 412, yeah. Damn, wow. a few more minutes and I would have made it. Um, <laughs> People would not have believed you. They would have been like, oh, it's another that CJ Photoshop. That would but what's insane to me, because I, I do realize I always have headphones in, this is just 70,000 hours of music. That doesn't count. I would say I listen to equal, if not more, podcasts. 
because I listen to like long form history podcasts. So that means I am always either tuned into music on Spotify, the radio, my own playlist, or podcasts. So I. I'm never just quiet. I never just have empty ears. Nah. No, I, I weird, don't like right? that either. I, I don't know. like hearing the void. And and it's gotten worse since I've started working here because I noticed that I have to, if I want to be productive, I have to have music playing in the background. Absolutely. For me, it worked too. And people would turn down our speakers and stuff. I'm like, I'm, I've been a producer I'm here for most thoughts. of my life. It's like, I, I'm here on the clock. I need yeah. to hear our station playing. So, I, you know, yeah. if yeah. something goes wrong or it's like, but for me, I've gotten used to the, the, the void. Feels pretty good. Hmm. You, hear your, you hear your thoughts more, which is the scary part. It does feel like therapy. Let's find. Yeah. Yeah. Let's find what fills the void. I mentioned my artist, which is a hipster, sad, aging dad. Emily, what are your top five oh, Spotify boy. artists? I'm gonna guess right off uh, one of them, if not the top. Uh, we, we knew that one was coming already. Yeah. 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 There's I'll, no way uh, it's not Taylor Swift. I'll be honest. I'm incredibly embarrassed of mine. I'm one of those people this year <laughs> because. All of these. Let me explain. Okay, first. Literally one day of listening to one song on repeat can throw this into shambles. It really can. So number five is Sabrina Carpenter. Number four, Melanie Martinez. Number three, Stream Beats. Number two. What is Stream Beats? I'll explain. Okay, that's for Number two. Stream Beats. No, no, no. 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 Beats. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Number two, Beyonce. And then, yes, of course, number one, Taylor Swift. And it makes me seem so generic and pop. Like, it honestly. It doesn't. You went to see Beyonce in concert. Yes. You went to see Taylor Swift in concert. Like, you've, you've. I literally, I went to see Sabrina Carpenter for my friend's birthday in concert. Had no idea who she was. None of her songs I knew. So I binged her music for one month. One okay. month. <laughs> so that I could get ready to go to the show for my friend's birthday. Melanie Martinez. I, I like Melanie Martinez. I've talked about it before. But I also binged her music for one month to go to her concert. Yeah. Stream Beats. It's because I stream on Twitch and I have it and you playing need in the background. background music. Okay, <laughs> and then, so you don't get pulled. That's no, funny. Beyonce, <laughs> yeah. my friend invited me to the Beyonce concert for her birthday. Didn't really know a lot of Beyonce. I studied her music for a month, and then Taylor Swift. I also went to her concert and had to study her music. So that makes sense. So here's yes. what we got so far. I am the cliche aging hipster white guy, and I'm the plus one. You're the no. You're the you're the cliche young white girl yep. with our choices. Uh, Spinny, this is your first year doing the Spotify Wrapped. Wow. What are your top songs? And quick Jeez. note, if you enjoy Spotify Wrapped and tracking <laughs> your music as much as I do, uh, you can sign up on last. FM and Last FM will scrabble all your music from Apple from Spotify so you get a better account. Spinny, what is Oof. your top five artists? I don't know how to qualify this. It says my top genre is modern rock, but my top artists are number one, Willow Smith. In recent years, though, she's done more of sort of like it's really good, emo, actually. sort of kind of punk rock stuff. I don't think she's. I don't think she's had a consistently good album, but really good songs on these individual albums. And I think it's just a matter of time before she gets something really popping out there. But uh, yeah, so this Willow, is just oddly enough, it's just one of those days where you were just listening, or a week where you yeah, listen to it, one artist a lot. Apparently, in April was okay. the back in April What's when I was listening Willow to her. Uh, what else? Uh, we got Watsky, the alternative rapper who had come out with a recent album that was new to Portugal. The man also you, new one music. of your favorites. I listened to Octopus Project. Uh, 
Austin's, Austin's very own. own experimental. I remember you saying you were getting into them. It's when they did a, a they did one of our 101X uh, homegrown live shows. Right, and I, I'd, I'd listened to them for a long time, but revisited them. And last but not least, number five, another local band here. If you like post-hardcore uh, or post-punk stuff, it's Pleasure Venom. Pleasure Venom. Yeah. Very hardcore. Oh, my gosh. You you threw me off with the Willow Smith, but honestly, I think you have the best rap out of all Spencer's of us. Spencer's got a good, yes. genuine list. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Let us know your top Spotify wrapped if you see the C.J. Morgan Show on it as one of your top podcasts. Tag us at C.J. Morgan Show and... uh. Stop listening to Spotify. Listen to the radio. Please. I need y'all to tell me if I'm being kind of a crazy a-hole and annoying to my coworkers for this instance, not just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, if I, I'm a little valid in my thoughts and concerns. And quite frankly, it's Matt's fault. Matt? Yeah, I don't it's, understand. It, how it's all my, Matt's fault. Uh, I don't understand. Let's start with this. Uh, December 14th, we're doing an end-of-the-year live show. We're going to be at The Pitch, which is uh, up north. It's where the Austin FC practice field is. It's a cool little bar hangout. We're going to do uh, some fundraising for charities. We're going to do some uh, tic tac toast tournaments. And then, of course, just a live podcast that you can all enjoy. It's free. It's from 5 to 7 December 14th and a couple weeks ago as we're kind of planning and throwing around if we're going to do an end of the year thing um, our marketing head and graphic designer like hey uh, we don't want to use your medieval dumbass stickers we, we want to do some Christmas theme kind of logo I'm like oh, okay, okay okay we threw some ideas out and I was like oh you know I've been thinking about making stickers of the four of us of the show that are just Legos so maybe, oh, maybe we'll just do a Lego one and they loved it too because you know they were real happy about the ACL Fest Lego thing uh, so that's what they were sent with at the end of uh, last week to come up with and now as of today yeah, I want to go to the team and say we can't do Lego we can- yeah. I-, I need to cancel uh, it not communicated to me that this is what was happening what do you mean because I know what the problem you is you know what the problem is yes I do so, so I need to uh, but can I tell us what the problem is Matt and then I'll see if I can cancel I'm this I'm on another radio show yeah. as well and my partner there Bob loves designing cool stuff and he made a really cool poster for a live show we're doing over there the day before the day before that involves the cast of the show all as those what are those characters called the bobblehead like things Emily that everyone likes and collects oh the, the um, pop, uh, pop Funko, figures Funko Pops Funko Pops, Funko Pops yes, yes. So, so it's all of us is Funko Pop. So there's so. a Funko Pop, Matt, Chewy, and Bob, and I want to tell them we cannot. We've already they've already started working on it. I'm gonna say we can't do Lego. We cannot absolutely. And they're gonna be like, but it's different. Like it doesn't. It's a cartoon toy. It, there's no it's crossover. Too It'll be fine. I know there's not crossover, but. It's not just another radio Man. show. It's other people in the building. It's yeah. someone we're associated with. Like it's. I can't. They really pulled the rug out from underneath you. I literally cannot. That's and I know it's not your small part of us. Like, no one knew that. No, no one knew. I didn't know. But now, am I being overreactionary by being like, we, we weren't can't. quick enough, CJ? It doesn't matter. It, 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 even if they, even if they both, if ours came out first, I'd be like, no, we can't. They're too similar. You can't do this. Have you it's thought about that doing a poster? It's just you, your silhouette. 
and the words on it say, I'm a loser, and then that's it. Just put yeah. that poster out. No date or information other than that. Pin the tail on the loser. I'm a big baby loser. That's better. I like that one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll go. I'll go ask the team to do that. Okay. But, it, but just you. So and maybe some clown makeup, too. The I, sad clown makeup. Have you thought yeah. about flying a hot air balloon over the city, and on the side of the hot air balloon, it says, CJ's shirt? I don't think... Sp- Mm, man. <laughs> you you weren't listening at first, and I then it caught you. And then I got it. Yeah, yeah. I was going to make that joke. Um, well, I guess we need a new design now. So Lego and Funko Pop are very different. It doesn't matter. It's cartoon versions of a toy Let's of the show. Let's do a cartoon Be- version. Babies. Let's do a cartoon version of that work? Lego characters bending over... The Punko Pop <laughs> characters and having a good time with there them. There you go. Okay, just because we're taking it from them? Yeah. yeah. All right. No, they're taking it from us. You know exactly. what I'm saying? <laughs> um, everything's ruined. I'm going home. Bye. How about that? Everyone needs that boost of confidence. Here's just how much. And I'm confident he's not the father. He's our dad. It's Matt Bearden here on the C.J. Morgan Show for the Parent Pickup. Yeah, as we're raising our kids, you know, a lot of times I try to find stuff out there that applies to everyone, not just kids. But as you're raising your kids, you know it's important to to help boost their confidence. Um, anyone in this room ever feel overly confident? Oh, at some point. Ever feel so, like sometimes. you could use a confidence booster? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, so, that's more likely. <laughs> there's a new uh, poll and study out there reveals a uh, that, that the average person needs 16 confidence boosters a month in order to feel their best. Okay. 16 confidence boosters. Now, remember, when I hear confidence booster, I think of someone trying to boost my confidence, a compliment. But that's that's one every other day, essentially. But that's only one element of what these confidence boosters are. They can be, uh, of course, just general praise like we think of. Also, achieving an unexpected goal making someone else laugh sometimes just wearing your favorite outfit can be a confidence booster hell yeah or the study found that some people get a huge confidence boost out of watching quiz shows and answering the question before the person on the quiz show uh, answers. So like a lot of people who are addicted to Jeopardy, yeah. they're getting a confidence uh, boost out of that. The, oh, I knew it. I, I knew that. I knew that one. Guys, and I knew I, that one. Say if you're getting your confidence boost out of a Wheel of Fortune, uh, <laughs> uh, don't trash my dad. Sorry. All right, that's Sorry, show. CJ's dad. Man, he's great at it. Uh, even getting a friendly smile from a stranger can also give you a lift. It, it's yeah. a smile that you want, okay? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. say anywhere in here that <laughs> if a lady is walking down the street and you whistle at her, oh, no, 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 it's no. confidence built. Now, I will say this. If she turns around and smiles at you, uh, that's confidence boosting for the dudes. Oh, so really, really, isn't the world all about the dudes, Emily? <sighs> that's what they tell me. Congratulations. I'm glad you were listening. She's uh, learning. Anyway, uh, we need to have those 16 confidence boosters. And when you're raising your kids, you need to look for the things that boost their confidence, where they feel good, and try to get more like of those. Like a smack in their on life. the mouth? Like, no, hey, no. stop no. whining, or you'll like, get another like, one. Like, I don't know, enrolling your kid in sports. Well, it's funny you bring right? it up. Some people get a real confidence boost just by ending a workout. So yeah, um, I will tell you, it's the best. It's I, a great high. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. No, that, I don't get that workout high at all. In fact, I, I, oh, I hated running in oh. sports. I'm sad. I'm, that. I'm sad the entire time. I'm I like, don't why know. am I doing this? No, like, <laughs> like you just have to think of it as every time that you pick up a dumbbell that's heavier and heavier, you're like, man, 
I'm just so beefy. That's awesome. Okay. And it makes well, you feel better. You're talking to three guys whose chairs are miserable right now. Yeah. So you're falling <laughs> on death. That's ears. not our confident now, thing. Now, you said on average you need 16 confident boosts a month. What, the, what about the people like me who might need up to 32 a Yeah, month? and you might get negative ones, so now you're going to need even more confidence boosts because you're going to have something like, when I look down at my tummy... Well, maybe we should look into giving extra confidence boozer, boozers. Booze, that's it. Booze, yeah, he's right. But hey, not to, not to the children. Not to the children. But for us, liquid confidence. Boosters. You, you. Uh, how about this? Every single day slip. when you come in here, Spencer, we will give you some kind of compliment or general praise. Hey, you're not a fat uh, loser. That's going to make me feel even worse. I'll be like, God, I'm the guy that needs the compliments all the time. Ugh. Uh, hey, Spencer, <laughs> that shirt looks great on you. Thank you. Is oh. that a shirt or a tent? Yeah, did you get that at REI? <laughs> at Going, the circus store? Uh, you know, the, the good thing is... Thank is, you. If, if, you're, if you're ever lost at sea, it'd be great to have Spencer because you, you could all float on him instead of the raft and just use his clothing as a sail. It would be, it would be wonderful. Plus, he has that coconut. Oh, wait, that's your hair. Sorry, my bad. I thought that was the fuzz of a coconut. Oof, this isn't going well for Spencer, is it? Hey, uh, confidence boost. 101X. It's the CJ Morgan Show. Do you love cheesecake, but you're tired of actually having to eat a cheesecake? We've got the solution for you. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! It's CJ's fat, and man, I'm about to get fat or eat we, Spencer. Uh, there is now a new a new Philadelphia cream cheese filling that is just cheesecake. It's just the cheesecake goo. You don't have to worry about bacon or yeah. the crust of graham crackers. No, just cheesecake. It's called the Philadelphia No-Bake Original Cheesecake Filling. 24.3 ounces in a tub. That means it's kind of like ice cream. You pick it up, you eat it, and you eat it all at once and feel bad about it. This is nuts, dude. This is an advancement in technology that I don't think should exist. Like, you know how we're like I don't think double we deserve, check. Yeah, we don't deserve this. Uh-huh. This is too um, good. And it'll kill us, but you know how we're like all right, we need to kind of band together as governments and, and watch out for this AI thing. <laughs> yeah. We need to do it with crap we shouldn't be eating. Yeah. Just a tub of cheesecake filling? Just okay, imagine it this. says that the serving size is only an eighth of a tub. Of course. And uh, there's eight servings per container. Sure. And about 240 calories per serving. <laughs> um, with, let's see, 17 grams of fat. And this is only for an eighth of a tub. Emily. I don't care about that. I'm eating the whole tub. Oh, do you, sorry. All right, do you still Probably. like your... Sorry, I just thought of something Whoa. different. Um, do you, you still like your new car, don't you? Yes. Hop in it and get to Walmart. We oh need some of this gosh. right away. I don't Look. want but this it, it tomorrow. Have crust? I don't want this in a week. I want this... Now you can go but to creamcheese.com and search in here. Let me see. I'm trying to yeah, find see, some. Let's see if there's a one nearby. Trying to find it locally in here like in Austin. You don't need crust. You just get graham crackers, and oh, then you can get a can of whipped cream and just and just make your a deconstructed cheesecake. Oh, I'm excited. Mm, so say there's at least one Target that has it. I don't even so want good. to talk <laughs> about anything else on CJ's fat that I had pulled up now because this has. You just want me, to talk about cheesecake. 
excited. And you know, you know, Emily, how I microwave my cheesecake so it's a little warm and melty? This is already melty now. This is already fluid but it won't be enough. Warm. And it doesn't have to be. I just like the viscosity of it. Maybe a little bit. Maybe I can microwave what? it. Cheesecake's perfect why, already. What are you? <laughs> why are you making a face? I don't like that you're microwaving cheesecake. Okay, but, and yeah. then also, there's so I. many other important parts of the cheesecake. Of my food pyramid? Yeah, just cheesecake Emily, number that's one? That's why you go and pick those up. Maybe get some graham crackers now. You got or a little scoopy dip. I could just dip. get a cheesecake. I could no, just buy a cheesecake. That's more expensive. And you're you're dealing Come with on. all the way. You got to cut it. Come on. You got to open it. You got to put whipped cream on it. You got to microwave it. You got to Sometimes you have strawberries on it. No, this is just the... Emily, what is the saying in radio that consultants tell you, which basically means just, hey, best part first. What is the saying in radio? Take my boobs out more? Yeah, take your boobs out. Well, that's one of them. Uh, Get to the effing. Get right to the point. And and with this, there's no dancing, there's no dating, there's no courtship. You're getting right to it. You're getting to that gooey, delicious cream cheese filling. I want it now. I want it. Now. I want it. And like you, I said, use a graham cracker as your, your little chip scoop. Do you want to see if I, mean, I can I'm favor not some? this. This is just silly. You this just, is not silly. Are you so it is silly. Can you not see how excited we are? I, yeah. I can tell. Why I can you tell. Like You're see, foaming out at the mouth. Because look, sometimes a crust on cheesecake or any pie can be a hit or miss, and it's all about that filling. So now Me this too. takes out <sighs> that potential... Uh, I don't know, negative thing that you see, could have with a cheesecake. See, but anything that comes in... A, I, I don't trust it because, for example... I don't like Cool Whip. I only like homemade whipped cream. And I think I'm going to be able to tell the difference between this weird Philadelphia cheesecake, no-bake, already pre-mixed cheesecake BS. Yeah. And Mama's old... Cheesecake recipe, you know? That's that's what I'm going to stick with. Look, you got some parents from Wisconsin area. They're I obviously do. We masters. know dairy. We know dairy. Well, they're masters of cheese, but yes. I don't know. I guess if you don't want to try that's more for me. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I never so, said that. Let's break <laughs> it down. What What is cheesecake filling? Is it just cream cheese, cream sugar, cheese. and a little bit of vanilla? Or is there like more that goes into it? Well, because if you're I, baking it, there's eggs in it, but they're not baking it. So that doesn't mean uh, they haven't you, baked it. Hold on, you know what, Emily? You're right. the The bakingness when it's baked, it does have a little bit of a better texture. All right, I'm pulling up a no bake cheesecake recipe. Let's see if we can just make this. Okay, those tubs are like six dollars. No, there's lots too. of no bake uh, options for cheesecakes. I've Damn, seen those online. tubs are only six dollars. I just got paid today. You did. Wow. I didn't that get paid nice. yet. Uh, it looks like an, this no bake cheesecake recipe um, says it's heavy cream, mm. yeah. full fat, full fat brick yeah. of cream cheese, uh, sugar, confectioner sugar, sour cream, lemon oh, juice, sour, and yeah, vanilla sour extract. Cream. Okay, I'm hooked. Let's, Let's do it. Let's just make it ourselves right now. Biggest tub ever. We can fill it. We can fill a bathtub. Let's if we just made it, it ourselves. No, I'm gonna eat it. It's Matt versus Emily versus Spencer in naming that, no, not a tune, a sound. We call it Sound of One, one two. two. I'll award either one or two points based on the accurateness or hilarity of their answers. Uh, let's go ahead and start. Wait, Emily. is that why it's one, two? Yeah. You just got it? I did just get that. Yeah, yeah, because you get one or two huh. points. Congratulations. You know how long we've been doing this? Not that long. One, two weeks. <laughs> That's accurate. Yeah. Uh, here is your first sound, and we will start with Emily to try and guess what exactly this is. <laughs> ah. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm int- intimidated. Matt got 
instantly close to the mic like he had an answer. Like I he do. was like, I, I, I got it, it. He's watched this one. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, the obvious would be what's happening in your pants, but I'm not going to say that. That's a little too obvious. Too obvious. I Very think obvious. that this is a straw and nacho cheese. Ooh, delicious. Specifically Taco Bell's nacho cheese. I've done that before, so you at least get a point for that. Matt, what do you think it is? Uh, I think it's what's happening in your pants. Okay. See? Okay. There you go. Uh, Spencer. <laughs> Uh, me giving your beautiful mom's belly a raspberry kiss. Oh, <laughs> one point for Spencer. Uh, of course, I, I got to keep playing these because yeah, I love the sound. It's a hot ball in something, it's a right? Red, yeah, ball. it has to it's, be. It's a red hot copper ball being dropped into honey. Uh, honey this Ew. week. Yeah. Um, that was gross. Yeah, burnt honey can smell too. Um, let's do the next one, starting with you, Matt. Explain the sound. He would be truly humble under. God. That's what fun is. All right. Truly humbled under God. Uh, that was you right after finishing Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. <laughs> All right. Explain into the family while I'm a thug. Yeah. Spencer? Oh, man. Uh, that's just a guy. It's just a guy. It's just a guy. Just a guy. Just a guy. Know, you know, man. is he a little guy? Is, is he a just guy. a little guy? Spencer gets a point for accuracy. It's truly a guy. Emily. Uh, it's it's the lawyer that's explaining what thug means in... in you get a point for remembering. Yeah. Uh, oh, we yeah, talked about this. There's a lawyer arguing that young thug uh, is, not, is not a thug in the typical context. He is a thug as in... He would be truly humble under... God. <laughs> Truly humbled under God. Oh, under that's what God. thug. Oh, okay. Is it, who else does that? Emily, we kind of talked about it yesterday, but it's it's like the uh, kind of the guy. They become all crypto guys now, but before it was like self-help guys that always had an acronym for everything. Yeah. And who also has an acronym for everything. Is Wu-Tang Gar- Clan. Gary Busey does it. Yes. I've interviewed him a couple right. times, and he just talks in acronyms, in acronyms now. Yeah. He fell off of a motorcycle, though, so he has an oh, excuse. Okay. It's the I brain so. oh, yeah. unfortunately. Oh. Um, y'all love it when I find old songs on my iPhone notes. I found an old song on my iPhone notes. When you feel that brown stuff drizzling out of your buns, you gotta lean back, let the poo-poo come. You gotta do the do. Do-do-do. Yeah, you gotta take a poo uh, Spencer, what? what is that? A mistake. <laughs> okay, point for Spencer. Uh, that's the sound of your mom shedding a tear. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. that this is what you do uh, for a living. I answered one too early. That's you right after Thanksgiving dinner. Okay, there, there we, we go. go. Point for Matt. Uh, we have a lot more coming up. Oh, God. Uh, Spencer's more. in the lead so far. And sound off. One, one two. two. Hey, get excited. Hey. We're back with uh, round two of Sound Off. One, two. two. Uh, Where the gang here in the studio tries to guess sounds, and it is getting a little gross, and this segment is going to be even grosser. Come on, Um, man. Let's start off with, this is one of my... We have rules we have to follow. You know that, right? This is one of my favorite ones. Uh, Only if we want to stay employed. This this comes from uh, my old days at a radio station across the hall where I would get in trouble for sound effects. Uh, Wasn't intentional, but we'll start again with Emily trying to identify what the sound is. Oh, wow. (laughs) 
Similar. I know what used to happen is that you were you would we were often loading sound effects and then playing him in the audition, but you would forget to, and you would probably played it right live you on would air. Accidentally play it live. That's what I believe that was. Benny, what do you think it is? Damn, that has to be it. I, <laughs> it's happened in here before when yeah. we've been doing it on air and, yeah. during a commercial break. The, I the funny thing is, is because we the radio station pulling back the curtain oh. a little bit, we operate in a delay. So what we say is like eight to thirty seconds behind what you hear. So we can monitor the air feed and hear when we accidentally play something on air. So that yeah. one you missed. Uh, the answer we were looking for, Matt gets a point for the accuracy. The answer we're looking for is the world's worst classic rock evening DJ. Yeah, I, one time I remember we got in a lot of trouble with a, uh, a client because their ad was playing. And... We were trying to load in the sound effect of "I don't care, I don't care, oh, I don't care," oh, no. and we and you can't figure out why it's not playing in no, the preview. So we kept, I kept hitting it over and over again, not realizing that I didn't have it in preview. I had it on air, <laughs> and so during the ad from a very prestigious client, it just kept playing "I don't care, I don't That's care," That's and uh, they were very unhappy, hilarious. and it involved a meeting and a long talking to. I'm sorry, but it's so funny. Spencer, didn't we accidentally, we never told Lynn or Lawless. We did it during our boss's um, commercial. He had a Man I Institute commercial, and we accidentally played something over it. You were going to play a fart noise to make me laugh in here, but you accidentally played it on (laughs) air. Was it a fart noise? It was a fart noise. Also, because the music was a bunch of horns in the background. So it was like, which made us both crack up oh for like my God. Should 10 I, minutes straight. Should I, should I see if I have that somewhere? It's or here somewhere, but not is right it, now. Is that, is I mean, that, we're in the middle of a game. Uh, games can wait. We're I know. Looking for some, I, just, sound effects. I just want to know if, you, you, if we are past the point of no. uh, getting in trouble. How long ago was it? Is, um, was it more than a year ago? It's got to be yeah. more than a year yeah, ago. Oh, yeah. you're fine. I, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll look for that. In the meantime, let's continue with some stuff that happened uh, on air or at the radio station, uh, Emily. No, we're at we're at Matt now. Here is Matt. What is this sound on sound off? One, two. Ah. What is that sound, Matt? I can tell you, it was a former uh, coworker of mine, Carissa. Yeah, can I hear it one more time, please? Actually, I'm going to cancel this one because it's way too gross to do. I know what it is, actually. Ew. Don't you doing that thing that older brothers do where you were letting a loogie kind of hang down and then suck it back up? No. This is her doing... In Wait, the we don't mid- even get to guess? No, it's gross. I shouldn't do this one on air. Let's just say in the middle of recording a podcast, Carissa grabbed the microphone and lowered it and made this sound. <laughs> and we that's us turning it up. So, yeah, that's... Uh, I know what it is. Then. That's pretty. That, yeah. Is it a toot? 
No, no, Spencer. You were bequeathed something very, yes. <laughs> very <Wow>. nice. <laughs> Gifted to us, uh, as you'll say. Huh. I'm a very untalented female, huh? <laughs> You're a very classy, nice, kind female. Well, also, we can send you to a camp where you can learn these crafts. Uh, oh, man, Spencer, uh, you're laughing. Yeah, uh, did you find it? I found it. Okay. I, I put it in our, our folder. So Let me say it. this first and foremost, <laughs> that this was an absolute accident. Yes. Absolute accident. We did not mean to play this on air. Also, Manai is a client of mine. My fiance, friends, family members have all seen and uh, had better vision thanks to Manai Institute. Now, here it is, uh, us accidentally ruining one of our boss's uh, live commercials. We've all heard the adage, it's better to give than receive. But you know what's even better than that? Doing both. And you can do that right now at Manai Institute. As we head toward the season, Manai is launching its... Ho- <laughs> I didn't realize it was that bad! It was. Oh, my oh, God! Oh, it was no. awful. <laughs> I, I, I can see the sound oh wave. God, it's but loud. Did you hear how the, the horns in the background kind of sound a little tooty? Do it again. Okay. We didn't even wait to get to that part. Oh, <laughs> my God. That is so bad. Oh, my God. Play again. We've all heard the adage, it's better to give than receive. But you know what's even better than that? Doing both. And you can do that right now at Manai Institute. As we head towards the season, <laughs> Manai is launching its holiday the toy drive. Visit Manai.com. Right get the details on the Right after Manai. Look, it's not unfunny, but does it deserve that? That level of laughter. It did I, I because part of it, it. We weren't expecting well, no, no, it. Part of it is because I'm re- recollecting, like when it was just me and him in here. Br- <laughs> yeah. Brand new. Like, we we cracked up like the for like ten like, minutes. Like it man. was because it was so accident, <laughs> but also like you, you, you can get a delay. Bad, you, yeah. you can get in legit trouble for oh, that. Yeah. No, because I know. we could. I mean, it's it is weird to be a grown man and then get called into a meeting where they want to talk to you and you're like, guys, we're literally having a meeting. You, you know about what? About a fart sound. You know what I thought would it be funny if, like, there's ever a court case about something we said on air and they have to play back. <laughs> flop dong, flop dong, flop, 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 flop. And they expect Ooh, us to be. And you can do that right now at Manai Institute as we head toward the season. <laughs> so sorry, super accident. Wow. So, can you please turn to the jury and tell them what you meant by floppers and taters? Caller, how you slow? How can I help you? Dude, how y'all gonna get my guys at 1015 like that, dude? Am I an eye? We're sorry, it was an accident. That is so funny. Uh, Luckily, luckily they didn't didn't get a case of the pink eye from it. Just (laughs) clear vision. No crap, right? That's funny, dude. Yeah. I listen to y'all every day whenever I'm at work in the bucket truck and stuff. I I just enjoyed it. it. Made my day, fellas. Well, thank you very much. It'll probably be the last time you hear us on the radio. <laughs> I know y'all played it like four times. <laughs> All right, later. <laughs> All right, take care, y'all. I did it. I watched the Napoleon movie. Let's talk about it. Time for the nerd report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. Already today, a couple of coworkers like, have you seen the Napoleon movie yet? Have you seen the Napoleon movie yet? And I'm like, yeah, duh. Yeah, of course, because you're the number one Napoleon fan. You went to college to study Napoleon University. (laughs) Yeah, I went there. (laughs) Uh, In you. Yeah. (laughs) 
I watched the movie, and uh, I'm going to say this uh, from the beginning. I did not expect it to be a classic war epic. How a did film. You not? No, I didn't. I'm saying this is. Th- I went into it expecting what it was, which is good. But I think a lot of people might be looking for a historical battle fighting epic, something similar to maybe even Gladiator. Oh, I see. It's not that. It is a weird movie about a weird little man, which he was. It's got very cringy moments, awkward moments, uncomfortable moments. Uh, he's clearly a narcissist. Um, and Joaquin Phoenix was perfect for this role. So, wait, before you get more into it, why should I trust you about this Napoleon movie? What makes you qualified to be the, the Napoleon movie One, reviewer? I'm an expert in Napoleon, but that's more on the level of Do you have credentials? Uh, military history and stuff. Oh. Okay, not personal history. Um, no, we never hung out. Um, oh, yes. oh. But there, there's a lot of little weird things about his life. His love letters were intercepted by the British and published. Like There's a, there's a lot of stuff, and it gets more into the very weird, um, almost disturbing level kind of quirks quirks that uh, Napoleon had, okay. which is uh, which is pretty fascinating. Um, I think it's it's just a it's a bizarre good movie to see, and I was lucky enough to uh, see it in seventy millimeter. If you go to the South oh, Alamo Draft House, so lucky. That's um, not pretty. That's not real big, is it? Seventy millimeters. It's, uh, it's very really short. It's just Small. a little tiny. tiny. You got to watch it on yeah. your iPhone. I know yeah. uh, it's uh, it's there are five theaters in all the United States that are showing it in seventy millimeters. So if you're a film buff. Go see that. My fiance said it looked like we were at a national concert just with all the dudes there. But because it was in 70 millimeter, I think there are a lot of film guys there. She had a lot of thoughts and opinions coming out of it, um, just with some of the uncomfortable level of his character, of Joaquin Phoenix. And again, if you've seen some recent movies of his, uh, um, what's his name is uh, sad with that movie? Joker. Uh, the Joker. Yeah. If you've seen, oh, Bo's or, afraid. Like, is what Bo's you're afraid. Of. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that and was. What's his name? Is sad. <laughs> Bo's sad. His name um, is that's sad. accurate too. <laughs> it is. It is very much that style of Joaquin Phoenix. It's got a lot of strange sexual things in it. It's. If oh, it's like so. It's like a, what's that movie? Gladiator, where he's trying to like kiss his sister. Or? It. Gladiator, I would see. If you're expecting to go see Gladiator, you're not going to get that. This is, oh. it has some awesome war scenes and it's epic more... battles, but it's not about that. It's not about the conquest of Napoleon. In fact, at the end of the movie, when you think they're about to show his battle stats, they show how many people were killed in these wars and how many people just on the French side, death he was responsible for. Oh, so, so he's oh. evil. A lot of people think so, yeah. Do we know how many baguettes he ate in his lifetime? Mm, many baguettes. Uh, I just like to smoke that cigarettes. Feels, that feels like an export uh, important stat if we're yeah. following it, his love life. It is. Uh, uh, he's one of the most uh, controversial figures in world history and also just fascinating to study, not just from a military history perspective, but from a political perspective perspective, the maneuvering, oh. and also just because he was such a weird, freaky little dude. And I think that's what a lot of people that are maybe military history fans or like into battle movies aren't going to get, is that he's a weird, freaky little dude, and it puts this center stage in the movie. So it's more of like an artsy film guy movie. In a way, yes. Than it, it is like a battle war-loving... Movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was shot on 70 millimeters. That's, that's lame. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a new movie. 
about an old man. It was kind of cool when they clicked on the projector though to hear that. Like it still sounds cool. It did feel neat, and it was kind of cool looking at a movie shot that way. The seventy millimeters does add ten inches to him. Oh, that's that's why. So he was actually tall in this. Was it a wide? Was it a girthier like film? Was it wide? It is funny that they show many moments of him standing next to someone where his height is exaggeratedly shorter. I think they did that? Yes. I, I thought they weren't going to do that. He's not actually shorter than the average French person at the time, but I think they did it just as a nod and a wink at points. Oh, that's lame. Uh, no, I agree. I, it doesn't work. Uh, it, it wasn't super lame. It's not one of those movies uh, like Gangs of New York, I'm going to watch again and again, or even Gladiator, same director. Uh, but it was one that I enjoyed seeing in theaters and I thought was weird and kind of made me think. I enjoyed it more than Killers of the Flower Moon, which was just three hours of a depressing slog that was beautifully shot. Do I recommend going seeing it? Yeah. Do you have to see it in theaters? Eh, if you're a film nerd, only if you sure. see it in 70 millimeter film. You yeah, should just see it in theaters. Yeah. You yeah. can't hear it ticking. What are you, are you not a real Napoleon fan if you don't see it in the smallest, weirdest, and oldest format possible? <laughs> Very true. Uh, Spencer's so It's not the smallest format. This. It's the largest, but it just uh, has a smaller you know, chunks of the screen. I'm just going to watch it on my iPhone instead, it was also just to take it. Anamorphic 33 by 22 aspect ratio. I'm just going to read it on Wikipedia. How's that sound? I mean, you can. I mean, but, you uh, could read the entire story of Napoleon on God. Wikipedia. Right. No that honkers. Like no honkers in the film, though. What? So we'll say no that. whoppers uh, or taters no, either. No, nope, you don't get any boobs. But uh, yeah, it's all Napoleon, and it's probably not going to be what most people expect it to, but bizarre little movie. Recommend it. It's the CJ Morgan Show. Time to get some headlines. Uh, the UT Austin's Frank Irwin Center, the dome, the drum, where Emily probably, did you walk for graduation there? You know what's funny? We talked about this on the morning show. I completely thought that I graduated. But um, you didn't graduate. You don't even have a college degree. Get out of no, here. I you do. need a degree to do this. I actually graduated in December, so we walked at Bass Concert Hall. Oh. And okay, I just there was went- basketball games. The sports no, because it was were... just small. <laughs> like there weren't a lot of people graduating in December. Oh, but well, yeah, it, it's being torn down. I know. Uh, I heard it is happening right now. You can go stare at it and watch it get torn down. I really wanted to do one of the last walkthroughs. They were doing little tour groups, but I Aww. didn't do that. I'm gonna miss it. Uh, it's do you have a, good memories? Going to concerts, going to basketball games. I I, I yeah. like the Frank Irwin Center. Um, we also had friends through radio that worked there, so sometimes before big events. We would get to go to the private hot dog rooms, is what I call them. Private? They, that sounds like weird. Like catering rooms where they would host people okay. before shows, and you would get to go, and they would they always had hot dogs there, like little <laughs> snacks and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's being torn down. You can go look at that, and it's exciting. What will hopefully be built of the remains? Railroads, that's right. Mr. Watson's going to Washington. Austin Mayor Kirk Watson is heading to Washington, D.C. as part of a bipartisan effort. That means all parties, Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, they're all getting together because they think we need some trains. And it's to get money, federal dollars, to help building some uh, different rail lines to reinvest in the transportation infrastructure here in our fair state. We need that. 
We absolutely... I would love that. Absolutely need that. Um, and we're looking to get a few billion more to start building some stuff. But you know what I care about more than billions to build roads? What? Billions of puppies living longer. There is a new drug on the market oh, from I've a San Francisco this. startup that says they'll be able to keep your pet alive even longer. In my personal opinion, this is how we get zombie dogs. This is yeah. The, these things never seem to work like you you want them to. It's well, this, this is pet cemetery crap right here, Emily. I'm a little upset because uh, my childhood dog died a week ago. A little too so, late. A little too late. Don't go late. down that road. Uh, I know what you're thinking. That's... You're thinking about buy them. Uh, the, the ground turned sour. Pet cemetery. Oh, I'm, um, I'm not seeing it And yet. in other news, one family's living a longer life, but Barbie style. Oh, yeah. This family's living in a Barbie world. The uh, Roll family. I guess the lead photographer for a company called Corey Hal Photography Group here in Austin, Texas. Um, her and her husband and their four-year-old and even the dog uh, they they dress up in Barbie inspired costumes this year for their Christmas photos to send out, and it's very cute. I guess they do this every single year. They have one that's like the House of Dragon themed. Something okay. I I like this. But they have you, like um, a Walking Dead version. They they do a bunch of oh, there's a Star Wars one, and she photoshops them in there, and I think that's that's really cute. How old are their kids though? Four. Okay, because when, when they start getting a little older, oh, they're gonna hate. They're this. gonna hate. <laughs> they're gonna hate this. But I mean, I, kids don't like Christmas. Cards. My do fiance you do Christmas hates cards? doing this kind of stuff. Um, I you we would make video ones that were kind of funny and weird, and my ex would just get hammered, and so she would do them with me, and they were kind of they were kind of cringe. Yeah, but they were meant to be. I've don't think I've ever done a Christmas card. Yeah. My family's not a Christmas card kind of pers- people and I get a little jealous when I see families. I'm not either. Like, cards. I don't care. Billy turned four this year and he's gonna go. I don't care, man. I just I don't. don't ah, this is mean, but it's kind of like whenever people give, it's outdated. Me, give me birthday cards if there's no money in if it. There's it's no just money a card. No, and there's not like a really sweet message. I don't care. My fiance well, loves cards. Like, oh, we gotta get someone a card. Like, no, we don't. I'm like, okay, that? well, are we gonna get a gift card? Should I put a 20 in it and she's like no just get him a card I'm you're like, missing what? the important what? cultural history of the uh, Christmas card and that it's one of our first ways before Facebook or MySpace to stay in touch with people you don't care about <laughs> thank with you people you thank don't you very care much Spencer about. and that's today's news get to know us by the movies that define us and now it's time for Emily's social cues it's social cues and trending on the internet, as we are one to do. Talk about internet trends on the radio, because the most important thing about the radio is... The, the internet. 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 Thank you. That's yes. been my catchphrase for a long time, and it's absolutely true. Uh, Emily, people are picking three movies that define them. If you want to get to know me, these three movies explain it. Yeah. You are The Hobbit, one, two, and three. No. The Hobbit trilogy. No, I've, I've never seen that. Okay. So it can't define me if I've, I've never seen uh, it. Matt is Birth of the Nation because he's very racist and old. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> and um, he was born in this nation under God. Thank Spencer you very much. Spencer is the Teletubbies. Uh, the, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, can I be Norbit with Eddie Murphy? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> 
<laughs> just okay. for fun. Uh, it's not, it doesn't define me. You are good at voices, uh, but let's <laughs> let's go through Emily, right? And we'll we'll pick yep. a few. And... It's three movies to get to know me. This is a trend right now on Instagram, and everybody's sharing it. And I thought it'd be interesting because people like movies, and they like Instagram at CJ Morgan Show. Uh, oh, you sly dog! You how funny. Uh, do you want me to go first? Yeah, Emily, let's do it. Let's okay. hear uh, three movies. Define yourself. Show us. Okay, number it, it three, does... starting with Emily. Yes, my number three is, and I've talked about this before, the Saw series. The Saw. The, so you're including Jake the entire Saw. series? The entire series. Well, that's cheating. You told us three movies. Okay, so. fine. The first one. Thank you. All right, Saw The first one, yeah. where they're in the bathroom, and there's the weird, like, poopy toilet with the X on it, and they're um, like, oh, that's gross. Let's just do all yours now, oh, so people don't get confused. Uh, Shrek 2. No, I what? would. I would pick Shrek One personally. Okay, so uh, your first one is Saw One. What's yes. next? Uh, the next one is When Harry Met Sally, <laughs> okay. and then my final one is Kill Bill. So I like to think of it Ooh, as great. two gl- gory movies uh, sandwiched in between a nice little <laughs> romantic comedy. Yeah, yeah, that's very nice. So I'll have what she has. Is that the one? Yeah, yeah right? that's, it. that's it. That's it. That's it. I mean, Meg Ryan. Every single fall, I look at her outfits and I go, I want that. I want to wear whatever Meg Ryan's wearing. And also... Her face. Yeah. Well, she's beautiful. Uh, Mine would be, I want to wear whatever these dudes are wearing. My number one is probably Lord of the Rings. I'm going to kind of cheat and do it. Now, you know what? I'm just going to do the Fellowship of the Ring. Lord of the Rings is my number one. Okay. No doubt about that. Uh, I'm trying to think of the movies I always watch all the time for comfort. And if you want to get to know me, these are it. Uh, Number two, Life Aquatic. Uh, with Steve, Steve Zizou. Zizou. That's a Wes Anderson flick. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and number three, this is a this is a newer one, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, oh I hate that movie. I am told very much that the Leonardo DiCaprio character by my fiance is is me, especially the part. So of course you like where, it because where, it's like well, a selfish But it's not thing. good though. It's not good. It's not just a NPD thing. It's where he yells at himself in the mirror for messing up his audition <laughs> and go. lines, and he says he'll kill himself if he does it again. He's like, eight whiskey sours, you couldn't have just stopped it. Like, oof. I used to do that stuff. It was dark. But I'm good now. Uh, Matt, what about you? Three <laughs> movies that define Matt. Well, what I was told was not to define me, but that would help someone get to know me. Yeah, yes. that's what I mean. And uh, so one I chose, chose was uh, uh, Goldfinger, which is a Bond movie. Yeah, dude. And mm. I don't know. Or I, I saw it when I was in college, and the soundtrack, everybody's in Miami in the beginning. It's all, like, sunny and happy with these cool cars and watches and playing cars. And for some reason, I was just like, man, this is cool. Uh, and so I really like that movie. Haven't seen it in a while, but I, I don't what know. What makes his finger gold? Uh, Goldfinger, Arik Goldfinger was the name of the villain. Oh, I they see. They painted a Bond girl gold and it yeah. like hurt But there's also a guy named Oddjob who throws a hat and tries to cut, yeah. it, cut yeah. your head off. Yeah. yeah. It's, a ridiculous, cool. it's a ridiculously Check stupid this movie. Ow. But for some Why'd reason, you throw your hat at yeah, me? I fell in love with it. Um, also, Almost Famous. Um, oh, okay. that's a great one. It was. I, I was called one morning when I was on I was on a television show, and I got a call from Cameron Crowe's office to audition for Almost Famous. Um, I didn't take it seriously, and I might have been hungover, and then I didn't get the part. And uh-huh. so whenever anybody talks about it or wants to show it at a house, it's just a reminder of another and one of failure. my grand failures. He was also <laughs> deflowered by three groupies in a hotel room. Yeah. At and the, uh, hmm. Jimmy Fallon got the part that uh, that I was. Oh, you would have been the, the agent? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but. I'm sorry. Uh, so close. You could have been Jimmy Fallon. I, I could have. I'd need to learn to laugh at my own jokes a little more. Yeah, and a little then yeah. my last one is something called Happy Christmas, which is a Joe Swanberg movie. 
and it's about someone being really depressed at Christmas time. Oh. And guess what? If you want to get to know me, you should get to <laughs> know how what, what depression around the seasons is like. Yeah, Spencer, about right. what about you? What movies uh, we need to watch to get to know you? The Goonies is one of my favorite films of all time. Let me Growing see you do up, a truffle shuffle. I'm not doing truffle that. Truffle shuffle. I don't want to. <laughs> I'll do a song. Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. Or maybe that was the fat one. I don't remember. But uh, it's, it's, a, yeah. it's not a great film. <laughs> But I would it watch not. it when I have access to it if I can, because uh, I grew up loving that sort of idea of adventure yeah. and treasure. So the, yeah, so I wanted to, the to point, find a treasure map as a kid. Yeah, even to the point where my family, when I was really young, organized a fake little treasure hunt in our yard, Aww. which was pretty cool. That's really my sister. So yeah. I've gotten to know you through that movie already. Yeah, uh, I love Spencer. treasure. I love coins. What else, Minnie? Uh, what's the next one? I'll end with my favorite. The next one is uh, Stranger Than Fiction, oddly enough, starring Will Ferrell and a bunch of other people in it. It's a movie about, I don't know if you guys remember the trailers, where he's a character, then all of a sudden he starts hearing someone narrating his life, and it turns out he's part of this woman's, like, book that she's writing about him and in the end he actually dies so it's him dealing with his life and purpose and things like that okay he's sort of a monotonous drone before all these things yeah. happen and spencer oh. often hears voices so yeah. it's appropriate. should i change one of mine to anchorman i forgot about that or old school <laughs> sorry yeah. this is Spinny's i feel time. like nope nope it's locked in uh so uh, i've always wanted to have a sense of purpose that movie feels nice right uh, and my last favorite one is hot fuzz because it's silly buddy it's comedy great. yes it's a yeah. cop buddy movie and it's the end, the last like third act, it's a fun little shootout, too. So, but Good who times. do you want to get to know? Only one of us, Emily. Where can we vote and choose who you want to get to know? What? Oh, wow. Okay, on social media, Wait, are we auctioning each other off? Is we it are. It's hmm. getting to know them. Okay, so you can go at CJ Morgan Show. Um, on Instagram. Yeah, thank you. Ding. That was an accident, but yeah, that works. That works. Uh, and you can let us know who you... What? what what's What? Kiss us. Who you want to kiss who based on their kiss movie based choices? On our movies, yeah. This is just like college. Who, who you want to pull the old popcorn trick with? little pickle in there. Did you know the oh. iconic sweatshirt draped over the shoulder with the sports bra showing? It was an iconic look after the movie Flashdance, but it was completely unintentional. The actress, Jennifer Beals, accidentally shrank her sweatshirt in the dryer to make it fit. She cut out the neck hole and wore it uh, to the wardrobe fitting. The directors ended up loving just the way it looked like that, and that's how it became a fashion icon. Good huh. did you know. Yeah, it sounds kind of made up, but that, it's got to be true. And why does it have to be true? Well, because we put the guaranteed stamp of, stamp of fact approval on it. Did you know? Did you know? We do. See, I, I was not going. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Um, are you guys a type A or a type B personality? I'm type Sigma. <laughs> <laughs> okay, B. That was a B. No, it's I think, an e I think that was a B. Yeah, I don't I don't what know the difference words? between them. Does that make me a B? I think I think uh, if you're very high strung and you have you like to do things in an order or make lists like me, you're type A. Yeah, and then type E. That's what type A is one of those. Type A. It's weird that type A are such B's. Yeah, man. But what if what if you're the type that like really likes things to be highly organized in order and like you? Okay, type A personalities do any of that. Type A is ambitious, aggressive, and competitive. Type B, laid back, flexible, and patient. So 
Anyways, uh, did you know that the type A-B personality theory was actually invented by a, by the cigarette industry in the 1950s <laughs> what? to Sounds prove right. that heart disease and cancer were risks related to high-stress personality types and not tobacco use? What? Yeah. So this is like what everyone in business uses, type A and type B personalities. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. It was just a cigarette company being like, oh, not us, not us. You're just, you're just naturally Emily, stressed. Next thing you're going to tell me, pork fat isn't good for you first thing in the morning along with a large glass of milk. I thought you were going to say lard. Hey, lard, yeah. Is it bad <laughs> for me? <laughs> Should we not be glass. eating spoonfuls of lard? Do not come out <laughs> after my lard. Did you know? You guys familiar with the Mad Hatter from Alice in Wonderland? Absolutely. Yes. Guess what? What? You're not. Tom Petty. You're no. not. Oh. There is no Mad Hatter in Alice in Wonderland. There's a character called the Hatter who throws something called the Mad Tea Party, but he is not known as the Mad, the Mad Hatter. That's me. We all call it the Mad Hatter, but it's like one of those kind of, uh, you know what I mean? What was that thing where we all thought that that one guy was in a movie that he's not in? Uh, the Magellan effect. Mag- I was going to call it the Bernoulli effect, but that's yeah, not what no, it is. No, no, Bernoulli principle. <laughs> right. Um, oh, the Bernoulli principle. It, oh, it is. Oh. Uh, all right. So let's let's now. I need to come up with it. The Mandela effect because they thought was. Mandela died, but we yeah, were thinking yeah, yeah. about the Shaq uh, Sinbad genie movie. Right. But it turns out, yeah, there's no character named the Mad Hatter. I I, I would have. I would have bet a billion dollars if there was a character named the Mad yeah. Hatter. That's awesome. But it also shows that none of us have ever read that dumb or book. Or paid attention, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you know? Have you guys heard of the show Rugrats, the cartoon about Seen the babies? I love this, it. Yeah. Dun, dun, uh, the dun, babies dun, and their dun, older, a few years older bully, Angelica. Mm-hmm. Did you know there's a conspiracy theory about the children's cartoon Rugrats theorizing that the babies were figments of Angelica's schizophrenic mind? Oh, kind of dumb. No, I, I hate these dumb clickbait theories. Come like on, just man. like the whole where it's like SpongeBob was actually the cause of toxic waste being dropped in the ocean. Just enjoy the dumb imagination cartoon. All right. Here's something you can see in space without a telescope. Greetings, listener. It is now time for weird or wired. Is it weird or is it wired? Resident astronomist Matt Bearden is here to uh, let us know just that in the CJ Morgan Show. I called you astronomist. I sometimes Did you just can... make up a word? Yeah, well, I, I, <laughs> I confuse them with people that read horoscopes, but they are very different. They're not called astrologists, yeah. are they? Yeah, Aren't they still no. astrologers? I have no clue, man. Obviously, that's why you're in charge How of Weird we or Wired. How are supposed to convince people that we know anything about tech and science if we don't get those words correct? To be fair, I feel like the people in tech and science make up words, and we're just not smart enough to really know if they are real. Well, it's funny you bring that up, because I think of them as being like experts. They get everything right. Uh, they kind of made a mistake on the International Space Station, but we actually get the benefits. All you need is a pair of binoculars. Uh, generally speaking, they talk about stuff in space. Oh, they left a window in the women's changing room uh, unshielded. I know so. you're making that joke, but it's almost as good, and it's totally... The kind of thing we would do. Okay. okay. Are you ready for this? So about three weeks ago, they were out repairing something on the space station, and they, well, there's no, there's not the same amount of gravity, so when you dropped, well, they let go of the giant bag of tools they had Uh-oh. and drifted oh off on the God. space station. Hell yeah. And it's now a chunk of distance in front of the space station, but you can see it 
with a pair of binoculars, uh, oh, which I cool. think is... Is it just like a bright little light? So or? it's in orbit. <laughs> it is in, absolutely in orbit. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of junk in orbit, but yeah, that's cool. These are we... expensive space tools also. <laughs> you know they're made out of like a platinum gold alloy. This is rad. The uh, tool bag is orbiting our planet. It's just ahead of the ISS with a visual magnitude of around six. And that means it's slightly less bright, bright than uh, Uranus. <laughs> hey, 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 I got mine bleached. Oh, no. Uh, as a result, the bag, officially known as a crew lock bag, uh, I would call it a crew lost bag. Boom, oh, take that, oh, astronauts. Oh, you dumb Think idiots. You better than me. A, Stupid idiots. It's too dim to you. You can't see it with the unaided eye, but you can pick up a pair of binoculars. And you can see it. You just have to spot the space station, oh, uh, which you can do. There's an app out there that NASA has that lets you know where the space station is, and so you can know when it's floating overhead. And about two to four minutes before the space station appears, you should be able to see the, the bag. It is descending rapidly. <laughs> it's likely to, to disintegrate oh, uh, when in it the reaches. Atmosphere. It's not going fast enough. Yeah. It eventually is going to get to like 70 miles above the planet. They say then it should start to to burn up and go. But I, in the meantime, rad. I think it's yeah. awesome because how many times have we done this? You've you've left your bag of tools on top of your car and driven <laughs> off, oh, yeah. or even or your, worse, or your the, phone. Well, I was going to say in the hood, like you've yeah. left something in there and you start driving the air. Well, just think of because we're kind of idiots, right? On this show, I bit. mean, Sometimes. do you remember the old days huh. when we had call-ins? Now we do them in a different way, but you used to call a robot, like when we go do a remote, and you'd have to do a code after that so that the you had to get it perfect. Right, and if you didn't hit the if you didn't hit the code sequence properly. It wouldn't hang up properly, and so it would just keep going. Right, but did you ever put in the wrong code before you rec- recorded? Because I did that once, and guess what happens? It shuts the station down. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I put the station into uh, dead air for three and a half hours one wow. Sunday. I couldn't find anybody to come up here and restart the station, which is weird. You have to, there's a pull cord, like uh, on a, a lawnmower. Huh. That's how we get the station going again. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just liked it. I was like, okay, you're a, so you're an astronaut. You're a badass. You're you're incredibly good at what you do. But you also you made a dumb mistake like us. Clumsy. Not just that, but for a week they have to see their mistake in front of them. And right. you know, this is like there. a multi-million dollar seven toolkit. billion people potentially could witness your mistake. Watch your mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas when Matt Bearden left the radio station on air, it was only three or four people. No, it was during your show, so it was zero people. Uh, okay. No problem then. 14 clever comebacks that instantly disarm a narcissist. How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet? That thing's still around. Computer load up, celery man, please. Yes. It's Clickbait Corner. We click through the crap so you don't have to if you see the list and you want to know, but you don't want to click, 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 click. We disarm it, just like we're about to disarm a narcissist with 14 clever comebacks. Uh, who will be our narcissist subject? Who should we bring in here? Uh, I think we it's already... It's got to be me. Of course, it's about me. Yeah, yes. We already got one. Did you have to ask? See, even a narcissist has to ask. Yeah. He sometimes. wants the extra attention. I don't think... I, uh, <laughs> it's you, silly. It's you. Oh, my gosh. But, like, who should we pick? Main and you're character like, twi- syndrome. You're, you're twisting your hair and your fingers, and you're like, what? You're like, guys, I'm not the only one on the show, but... Me? I mean, but I am the only one with narcissistic personality disorder. I haven't been diagnosed. I just like to is win. That, 
I'm the most an narcissist. disorder? It is. Uh, Emily, let's uh, go through this list and see if you and Spinny can disarm me with these witty comebacks uh, if you're dealing with a narcissist, and I know a lot of us have. Okay, well, number one, we'd like to start off with CJ. I appreciate your perspective. Mm, that's a oh, hard one. That's How annoying that people feel? say that. How oh, that man. Pers- See, it's already working. It's yeah. not my perspective. It's the truth. You wanna- well, it says that, uh, after all, a narcissist, quote-unquote, perspective is often the root of the issue. <laughs> <laughs> but acknowledging yeah. their viewpoint, you're not necessarily agreeing with them. You're just validating their right to have, have an, an opinion. opinion. Thank I validate you. your I right to have I have my own truth. You know, I appreciate your perspective on yeah. the things you say. Do you want to go uh, with the next but, one? But CJ, let's focus on the facts. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with that. That was kind of lame. Narcissists have a knack for twisting reality to fit their narratives. Well, not not just narcissists, but I feel like sure, sure. people that are like, my mm-hmm. emotions and things count for a reason. Like, I'm important. Like, yeah, it's not the fact. Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, we appreciate your perspective, CJ, on this. Thank you. Uh, yeah, what's honestly, next? I, I agree. You're Man, right. y'all can't just start doing this to me every day. You're right. You're, you're right. right. <laughs> Number three, you're right, CJ. And I know what you're saying. This seems like I'm feeding into your ego, but I'm actually playing. It's being dismissive. Checkers or chess mm-hmm. when you're playing checkers. Uh, I guess <laughs> they say that narcissists thrive on cl- conflict and disagreement. Do you agree or disagree? Yeah, absolutely. So agreeing with them says they can take the wind yeah, out of their sure, sails. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Uh, obviously, don't do it if it's super harmful. <laughs> or you or know, like if, if they're like, I I hate black people, and then you're like, uh-huh. you're right. <laughs> you Jesus say Christ! That. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't say that. But no, you they, wouldn't that's say not a that. Narcissist? That's a racist. Oh, the other is. Yeah, that's even worse. The other is. It could be both. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. You could be. Thankfully, both. I'm uh, only one, and that's a narcissist. Well, that's one way to look at it, you know. Okay, <laughs> that's number four, by the way. Okay, that's one way to look at it. <laughs> narcissists often assume their viewpoint's the only one that matters, <laughs> and they expect everyone to agree with them. So you can subtly refute this by saying. That's one way to look at it. You know where I want to use this? But what if you're not a narcissist? What if you're just right because of experience and data and quantifiable comparisons? I want you to get into a Facebook argument so that I can just comment, you know, that's one way to look at it. That that is a good one, yeah. (laughs) And shut you down every time. The only way to shut me down in a Facebook argument is by typing your or there because I have probably misspelled it or used it wrong. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, I understand that you feel strongly about this. Uh, these are 14 clever comebacks that instantly disarm a narcissist. And that was just that number, was number five. five. That was number five. <laughs> I understand you feel strongly about this. Yeah. Uh, you, you might raise their, sorry, not you. They might raise their Yeah, because I'm not a narcissist. Use dramatic mm. language or exhibit intense emotions to sway the conversation in their favor. Oh, I do do that, yeah. So instead you of matching their emotions, try saying, I understand oh. you feel strongly about this in a very hushed tone. Emily, didn't you take debate in class? Sometimes it's a tactic. Sometimes. Yeah. We'll have to agree to disagree. Only if you feel strongly <laughs> about six. that. Disagree. <laughs> agree to disagree. <laughs> Which see, number six. But see, the, also the agree to disagree, that's annoying because I feel like that's what, like, uh, you know, a certain politician supporters do. Be like, oh, yeah. he committed a crime and is going to court. Um, he might have done something. I agree to disagree. Well, I well, value. He's been charged. I value our relationship too much to keep arguing, so. Oh, man, you are pissing me off. <laughs> we'll have to come back and do this again tomorrow. 14 clever that's number comebacks. Seven.
one, by the way. <laughs> Made it halfway through. 14 clever comebacks that instantly disarm a narcissist. Or if you're too weak and basic to have a good argument to actually lay out facts, you just say these things. Just a bunch of idioms that have no meaning and all fluff. Okay. Is he finally growing up? Or just growing? The CJ Morgan Show on 101X. <laughs>